Hello, everybody. This is Sasha. Thank you so much for joining me in this space. So today we have to celebrate Pride Month, and it was not really planned, but it magically happened. We have Jordana Esra, who is a queer coach, and her specialty is to support queer women to get to connect to, connect to their bodies, to get to embody their pleasure in a way that might that might be new for them and that has been calling for them to, to pretty much embrace the magic of their queerness. So thank you, Jordana, for being here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here with you today, babe. It's such a pleasure to have you here. So it's, oh my God, it's such a, a relevant topic right now for many reasons, but I, I want to start by saying that I was reading this book called The Tragedy of Heterosexuality. Have you read it? I've read, like, I have that book actually, and I've read half of it. It's insane. It's such a good book. It's so amazing. I've been recommending that book everywhere because it's so magical. But one of the things that, that it speaks about is how um, and I think that would be an interesting point to start. It's how at the end of the day, we, we women can get to, to choose to connect to our, to our sexuality in a more expansive way. How heteronormativity has been imposed on us, but it's not necessarily natural and it's not necessarily um, the healthiest relationship approach. Uh, but definitely it's not as natural as we were taught that it is. So I would love to know what is your perception about that, about your, and I would also love to know your discovery of your queerness, if you feel comfortable sharing that, uh, and how you perceive this, this magic that happens. And I, and I refer to it as magic because it must be really a, an alchemization of your sexuality. So how did it happen? I would love to hear your story. I love um, these questions and this topic. That book was such an eye opener. And um, I like, I think, you know, like really seeing heterosexuality as a tragedy was such a um, an interesting perspective to land deeper into my body and to just like even have that kind of experience of like, oh my gosh, who I am as a person in my queerness and in my fluidity is so right for me and so perfect because yeah the heteromatrix has been taught to us from the moment we are born we're taught that this is the glorified way to um, experience your sexuality your pleasure um, and we're not really given this like buffet of like sexualities or um, sexual orientations to choose from or even we're not given this um, empowerment that our body is okay when it shows us that we want to enjoy pleasure in a different way that's been taught we're just I guess really deeply exposed to the glorification of heteronormativity and of course um you know that creates protection mechanisms around you know being queer and all of that kind of stuff so I think 
books like that that really educate you and educate people on how beautiful it is to be experiencing your sexuality outside of this one like tunneled way of thinking and how you know beautiful and healthy it is um, to experience your sexuality like that for me my my queerness came about because I realized that my sexuality was alive and not stagnant and not just this like thing that was just stuck inside of my body that I had to you know abide by it was more of this like dance that goes on inside of my body but I was with a guy for seven years um so I was with a person with a penis for seven years and I faked every single orgasm I just wasn't connected to my pleasure um everybody in my family really loved him and he was such like such a kind person so I was always like questioning like why am I so fucking unhappy in this relationship that's so on the outside looks so perfect um and yeah like was severely depressed in that relationship because I was just questioning my own self all of the time and I didn't trust like this um I guess this pull towards like women and other sexual experiences like I was like that's wrong like I don't like that um but after I got out of that relationship maybe five or six years ago I just started having these experiences with women that I didn't even expect and I have never felt so connected with another like another person sexually in my entire life and I actually could not believe that I had spent like 25 years thinking that I was having like okay sex like something inside of my body completely exploded and yeah it just I felt like that kind of deep alignment with like my heart and my brain and my pussy just being so met on such a deep level. And yeah, I just knew from that moment that I 100% was um, queer and gay and I've been able to create a relationship with my sexuality where it doesn't necessarily need a label. Like queer feels really good in my body and I love calling myself gay and a lesbian and stuff, but it's more that I just have reverence for however my sexuality is showing up. And that by far has been the most magical thing that I've ever been able to gift myself in this lifetime. I love that. And I'm so happy that you mentioned the labels because I know that uh, the word queer is pretty new in, in, in like, like in the world, uh, maybe because I'm older. <laughs> but I know that I didn't grow up knowing uh, or, or hearing that word. So I'm curious, how, how do you, I, I have my, my own perception of that and I would like to share a thought about that, but I am really curious about how do you describe uh, or, or uh, explain that term for people that are not familiar with it? The word queer? Yeah. Yeah, mm, such a good question. So queer, I guess, like in the past has been 
or like in history has been used more of like a slur. So it's been like really a derogatory term and it's only been recently, like I don't actually know the timeline per se, but um, that it has been reclaimed and it is an extremely like powerful word um, and powerful expression to embody. But the reason that I love that word so much and um, that label so much is because it is, almost like an umbrella for every kind of sexual experience that is outside of heteronormativity, right? So it can kind of like, I look at queer as, you know, just not just like homosexuality, but like, you know, somebody that like really loves like kink or BDSM or that is just like having this expanded sexual experience, um, you know, like whether or not they're bi or they're um they might be in like a hetero presenting relationship but they have like attraction to like you know pussy and penis or you know I even love like queer as a way to like describe like um any genders that are outside of the binary you know it's just like you living a lived experience and having a free expansive um sexual experience that has nothing to do with the binary or heteronormativity yeah I love that I love that so much and what, what I wanted to share about this is that I really feel like at the end of the day we we need to reclaim a, a new way of expressing our sexuality and queerness it's that it's that way like breaking the the pattern of the binary and breaking the pattern of heterosexuality that is forced on us that that doesn't allow space for other quality relationships because the truth is that uh, the relationship of men and women at this point is not the healthiest either. We, we need to reinvent how we connect to, to one another and how we connect to others not, that are outside the scope that, that um, society considers, in quotations, normal. So um, I feel like there's such an important connection to expanding. I, I, I was just reading a, a fantastic article from a very good friend and, and colleague called Sandra. Uh, well, she shared it, but it's not hers. Uh, about the how feminism needs to be queer, how uh, the, the new wave needs to be queer feminism, because we are expanding our sexuality and the limits of our sexuality, and we cannot just keep reproducing the same pattern that has kept us hostage for so long. Mm. I love, um, I love that. And yeah, honestly, I feel like queerness is the way forward. Like I heard um, Bella Crowder, this like amazing astrologist said, um, everybody is queer. They just don't know it, right? I agree. And I totally believe that like, and queerness doesn't always have to be about like homosexuality, right? It's just you really um, being in touch with, the aliveness of your sexuality and not limiting yourself to this one way that has been taught, but letting your body be expressed however it wants to be expressed. And even in a het presenting relationship, having a queer quality to it will 100% enhance it. 
Um, and yeah, I really do believe that like queer is the way forward, like the future is fluid. And the more that we can really um, embrace that and, and own that, the more pleasure we're going to be able to see and feel um, because we're not shutting down parts of ourselves. We're not, you know, making ourselves wrong um, because we want to live outside this very, very narrow um, expression of penis in vagina and men and women relating, right? Totally. And I'm so happy to see that this more and more common every day. I, I see my kids and I see uh, the younger generations and I see people that are that that are embracing that uh, in, in I, I make myself so sound like uh, if I if I <laughs> was like a boomer or something but no uh, it's just, I have seen the change I have seen the shift it's it's been quick but we can see how it it has changed from one generation to the other so drastically where now that these conversations are so common the conversation of of queerness, of gender fluidity, of uh, just breaking down the binary is just more common every day. And I'm feeling that that means that a lot of women are breaking down the barriers of their own sexuality and are coming out, uh, are daring to come out. And I think that's where your work and my work have a lot in common because as a feminist, I get to see that a lot. There's this fear of feminists turning gay, which is like, yeah, no, we are not turning yes. anything. We're just embracing the fact that we love other women. <laughs> totally. And then the, the fact of helping queer women embrace their queerness. So how does it look like for you in your work when a woman comes to you and is starting to discover that that she might want to learn how to love other women. What what kind of struggles do women face when they when they I, I don't know if you feel comfortable with that phrase, but when they get out of the closet, how do they feel when that happens? Mm. Wow. Um, yeah, a lot of different things can really come up, but I really have found like with 90% of the people that I work with that have mainly had sex with penis and are now coming to this like expression, um, or this experience in their life where they're really wanting to embrace, um, the urge, um, and the pull and the desire to be with women, um, the main kind of blockages that I see are like deep um, expressions of internalized homophobia, right? So like there's this like desire of want to like embrace um, like another woman and I want to like eat pussy and I want to like experience that. And then when it comes down to actually being in the act, like a lot of shame can come up like, um, I, for example, like I was just coaching a client now and she had this like narrative of um, I'm embarrassed to like women. Um, like I feel deeply embarrassed to like women. And when people ask me like, um, am I into women? Like I have an excitement inside of my body, but it's clouded with shame. Um, and like, it's these like deep expressions that are, um, you know, it's internalized heteronormativity, but internalized deep 
homophobia, right? And this kind of like this fear that if I really embrace my truest expression, or if I even just like I follow this like little tug and this like little desire that I'm going to die or that something's not going to be right, or I'm going to be ridiculed, ridiculed, um, and like left behind and not belong. Um, I see this in majority of people that come to me um, that are really, really wanting to embrace their queerness. And especially like if they have um, a religion, like a dogmatic religion um, background and stuff like that. And, you know, I've even worked with people that have had um, conversion therapy like on them and different things like that. And yeah, I work to really clear out um, or integrate more to the point this internalized homophobia so to create safety for these parts of parts of them that are really really scared to to shine in that expression and to really help them know that um shame does not mean death and it doesn't mean like the end of pleasure and really like coming home and to these parts these lost parts of us and and really helping them integrate so that they can experience queer pleasure um yeah that's a huge 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 part of my work like integrating the different aspects of internalized homophobia so that they can really embrace um pleasure and feel really comfortable like having queer um and gay sexual experiences and yeah i feel like there there must be trauma around how unsafe unsafe we feel about expressing the love towards other women uh, or our attraction towards other women when we know that it has caused pain and uh, and it has caused the lives of many women and violence against them when when they have dared to come out like even even when we might not see that in our daily life anymore um we still hear the comments the the hate hateful comments from some people towards women that love other women. And we still see the hateful comments of uh, and stories of women that have been raped so that they learn how to love a penis again. And you know, like it feels unsafe. It can really feel unsafe. For sure. Like there is a lot of trauma that gets trapped inside of the body. And even if we haven't experienced that as our own, like lived experience for sure like hearing about it and like like you know I just feel so grateful that in this lifetime we like get to embrace our queerness um and that it is becoming safer and safer every single day but for sure there are still so many parts of the world that um this like that being queer and being gay is illegal um and yeah like there's been a lot a lot a shit ton of harm done around um like freely expressing our sexuality so yeah there is a lot of trauma stuck in the body um and that can you know that can really show up and it might not even show up until they have their first sexual experience with a woman there's also a lot of sister wounding you know, that that really shows up, that's really desiring to be integrated right now, you know, um, coming together and embracing our love for one another is really, really powerful. Um, 
and yeah, there there are parts of us that want to protect protect against that. Because I feel like the way that that um, queerness, but specifically lesbianism, has been portrayed by the media, has been like two polar opposites. There, there's been the lesbianism that it's appealing to the male gaze, you know, the one that you see in porn. So you see these two amazing, hot, super perfect bodied women loving one another and not really loving one another, like pleasuring one another or not really pleasuring one another, just <laughs> touching one another for the pleasure of the guy in the room or for the right. guy in the in, in, in behind the screen. Like that, that, that is the kind of, lev of lesbianism that has been widely approved, like uh, uh, one that it's for show, for, for the arousal of the male gaze. Totally, one that's and just sexualized. And then we have the other part that men are terrified of, that it's the part that it's women denying men the pleasure of accessing their experience, where women get to love one another uh, and see each other as people, loving people, because that that, that is something that the, this culture, the misogyny of our culture uh, has really taught us that the women are there for the pleasure of men. So we are objects of desire. So when women refuse this, uh, the, this job and decide to love one another for their own pleasure and to actually connect to one another and to actually love one another, it feels like an act of rebelliousness and it feels really upsetting towards the system. Uh, and that, there you have women that refuse to wear makeup and that refuse to look in quotations feminine or that want to look feminine, but don't, don't care about the male gaze. You know, like you start having all of these beautiful different layers of, of what it feels like to, to be a woman outside the male gaze. And that terrifies patriarchy. So, uh, I feel like this, these two, these two points have such an impact on the way in which it feels safe or unsafe to dare to to put the word queer in our in our bios. Like I know I, I have been terrified of putting it because if my mom sees it, it, she's going to be afraid. You know, like all of those things that we know that they are afraid for our for our well-being because they have gone through these experiences of. of use and abuse or rejection and lack of safety. So I feel like that's why your work is so important. The work of the coaches that are helping women embrace their queerness and, and learn to love their queerness. It's so freaking important because it must be really scary and really lonely to step into that in, into that expression of ourselves in a culture that immediately it's going to either attack us or objectify us. Yeah, a hundred percent. And, you know, like I've been really lucky because my family like fully accepts um, my wild queerness in all of its um, expression. But yeah, we in this lifetime we're not given that freedom like I said at the start like we're not given this like buffet of choices to choose from and it is like really fucking scary knowing that you know 
men objectify us in that way and you know throughout history and throughout the patriarchy we're just here in like service to their pleasure and yeah my work is really rooted and centered around people and women especially um anybody with a pussy finding deep safety um, in their own expression of queerness and really calling their power back and bringing their power um, like back from the latches and the graspiness of um, the patriarchy and really just being like, okay, like this is my own and I get to feel queerness as a superpower instead of an inconvenience you know a lot of people come to me and they're like oh it's, I wish that I wasn't queer and I fucking know why of course like everything that you've just discussed like it does um on the surface or at the start of a journey feel like a, a goddamn inconvenience to be experiencing this and when you can create such deep safety around um being queer it becomes such a fucking superpower and that deep empowerment um gets to be embodied and gets to be experienced and gets to be expressed right yeah and just to have somebody on their side as they as they go through that journey that that must be truly 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 important and i feel like it's we we should all remove at some point the tax of uh, heteronormativity and say okay what if we are just uh, and that's the beauty of queerness like what if i am just a person loving other people and no matter their their genitalia or just expressing my love to other people totally uh, but 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 then there's something that i feel like it's also very important many women have been deeply traumatized by people with penises like I know that some people um, find it terrifying to have intercourse with a person with a penis. And I don't feel like we are talking enough about that experience. Like, of course, because it's an experience of people with pussies. So, yeah, definitely it's not something that the media picks up that often. But, but some of us actually fear penises uh, I, i'm going to include my own experience here like i it's hard for me to like a penis it's hard for me to like a person with a penis like there there needs to be a lot of of self uh develop character development in the person to get to actually feel attracted to his genitalia like uh, and i feel like that happens a lot a lot a lot a lot i was just reading about how um some women need to do and have been doing porn for lesbians out of this fear of seeing penises like they don't want to see penises in their erotic art because it's not just a turn off but it's a trigger sometimes so i, I i'm very curious about uh, your perception of this experience that that some women have and, and how important it is to validate this experience and to help us move through the experience because there's good historical reason for women to uh, 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 um, i mean even if there wasn't trauma doesn't need to be justified but there, there is a lot of historical background that justifies this kind of trauma so I, i'm very curious about uh, the experience that you have seen 
uh, how in, in women that approach you, how do they feel about their previous experiences with men, having been uh, in, in relationships where they were feeling unsafe or, or not fully attracted to the person in front of them? Yeah, for sure. I think like, you know, like I have my own lived experience with that so much. Um, and yeah, like, I think it's so interesting how we're just so completely taught and forced into a way of experiencing um, sex with a penis. But I think, yeah, you're so right. Like a lot of people are so deeply traumatized. And in my clients, I hear like a lot, like people don't want to look at penis um, ever again. Like they think it's so gross. Um, they haven't been seen or met in a way. And also I noticed that like when a lot of people have like their first experience with a woman they're seen and met on a heart level and on an emotional level where they haven't been met like that um in a straight experience or in an experience with somebody with a penis and like it's that kind of um it's that like being met and that experience of being met and being seen that really creates such deep nervous system safety for them that like that's what like they're like oh my god I'm queer and I'm gay and like this feels fucking amazing it's really that moment of being met and seen like never before right um but you know like I really do feel like there are a lot of people with penises in the world that actually know how to meet women that are like soft and loving and like can hold space for the whole spectrum of what it means to be a person with a pussy in this lifetime that actually have deep deep reverence um and it is such a fucking sad thing that majority of us have experienced um sex um penetration um love experiences with people with penises that have don't have the sexual maturity the emotional maturity um or anything to hold space for the whole chaotic nature of us the whole experience like our whole deep expression um and yeah I do I often see that people have not been met in the past by people with penises and yeah it's something that needs to be worked through for sure yeah, and, and I agree there are some some people with penises out there that are pure heart that are so gener generous I actually have the theory that that is the the nature of men and that it was it, it was caught from them uh, by patriarchy like they were isolated from this tender heart that they naturally have i see um I, I have a son and a daughter and i love the tender heart of my son it's like oh my god he's so soft he's so gentle and i could see the kids in 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 his playground when when he was little and i was like this is how they are they are soft they are kind they care they protect one another and then they grow up and they learn to to harden up to that i mean that's a whole other topic but it's so important uh, because i know that and, and that's one of the parts that upsets me the most. When people see women loving other women, they immediately think, oh, they hate men. 
they are there because they hate men and it's all about man hating that's why i say it's related to to feminism which is my my area of work it's like oh yeah when you become a feminist you you become a man hating lesbian and it's like no, no. <laughs> it doesn't work that way but but yeah there is this stereotype because we get to criticize the system that has been hurting men as well and that has been definitely hurting women so and everybody in between like all the binaries in between non-binaries in between so um but the thing is it's so important to create containers of safety to say if you are not attracted to a penis or to a person with a penis, it's not that you're broken. It might be that you're actually attracted to other women and that's totally, uh, or to other people with pussy. And that's totally fine. There's nothing to fix. There's something to explore. Totally. And I think it really does come back to like, there's nothing wrong. Like there is nothing to be fixed. It's it really is about just exploring what is alive and creating safety for the expansion of how one views their sexuality and um, and that whole piece of like feeling empowered within the body so that you can have the, the reverence that's needed um, to worship another pussy. Wow. Oh my God. That, that's something that I have found so... Um, important as we started uh, doing this work as, as sexuality coaches I realized that I love and worship pussy in such a way that I never thought I could I could get to love and right. I, it's just like oh my god pussy they're the most beautiful thing in the world and I just love pussies in all their shapes and forms and they're just so gorgeous and and, and I feel like it's a part And that's something that actually Audrey Lordi mentions. Uh, She she says that when she's loving another woman, she's loving herself as well. Mm. And I find that to be so inspiring and so beautiful. It's a sense of loving the other one and loving myself, loving myself through loving this other person, not loving the opposites. And here's where the whole polarity thing is messed up because we don't really need to love opposites. We can be totally attracted to equals and we can totally love an equal and see an equal and be attracted by the equal and find the beauty of the equal that it's in this case, another person with our same genitalia and loving ourselves through them. Mm, Yes. Oh my gosh. Like, I can't even tell you how much I resonate and agree with everything that you just said. Like, there is nothing quite like being at the temple gates of another person and being in the center of your own pussy at the same time and just feeling that like deep reverence for yourself and deep reverence for the thing that you're about to worship like it's a moment at of time like a moment in time where you are fully meeting yourself with whilst you're meeting somebody else and yeah it's a huge part of the work I do and a huge like piece of why I'm here on earth because like having this experience for myself has totally changed 
every single part of my life. Like I used to really hate my body. I've had many, many eating disorders growing up. I've hated my pussy. Like I haven't understood why I've been like numb um, in, you know, like within my vaginal canal, like all of these like different things and like building my own relationship with my own pussy and feeling like that deep empowerment. Um, and then also like having, um, being able to like explore and worship somebody else's pussy has been so fucking incredibly healing, like the most healing thing um, ever. And yeah, I just, I get like so much excitement when people come to me and they want to worship pussy and, you know, just helping them break down um, the narratives around like, you know, being really good with technique and like different things like that and, and just helping them really feel into the fact that it's never about technique and it's always about how you feel about pussy, how you, what your relationship with pussy is like and how you feel about your own pussy is the best thing that you could ever offer another person's pussy. My heart feels a aching for the women that will never experience that or haven't experienced that um what? i i remember a, a former client um a couple respecting their privacy of course but they, they she allowed me to share this story at some point uh where i told them i gave them a pussy gazing practice a pussy worship practice and he was terrified terrified he said why would I do that? No, 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 there must be something wrong. How can I do that? I, that, that doesn't make sense. Like how, and she was deeply hurt because she had done the opposite. She had worshipped his penis. And, and now that she was asking him to worship her pussy, uh, he was angry, terrified. He was like, no, no, so surely you got it wrong. She must have told you something else. And at, at the end of the day, I, I understood when I was reading precisely the tragedy of heterosexuality, how the thing is that many men or, or men as a, as a culture uh, uh, in general have learned to despise pussy. And it takes me to all of those men who have spoken about how gross it is. It's a smelly, smells like fish, like coins, like they have very derogative terms to refer to a woman's genitalia. And, and it's like, how sad it is that forced heteronormativity has taken women away from the pleasure of worshiping our own pussy and from having our pussy worshiped by our partner because many of the men out there have learned to feel grossed out about pussies. Yeah, fuck. Like, I could speak all day on this. It, like, we are not taught to worship pussy and like you know it's not even like men's fault like it is the patriarchy's fault like in not creating education around how the pussy needs to be revered and this is why a lot of straight sex is really fucking bad because yeah. pussy doesn't feel safe to open up and to receive pleasure how would she when there is that undertone um in the nervous system from the man that like he doesn't even like want to create safety or he can't even see and gaze 
at the temple that is being like that is in front of him and of course like pussy can feel that and does not want to open up and does not want to experience um pleasure and you know like it it's a real deep devastation um and I do feel devastated for a lot of pussy owners on earth that aren't going to experience um what it actually takes for them to relax um, enough to open up to the capacity of pleasure in which their bodies are capable of receiving. Oh my gosh. I really wish all women just get to love their pussies first. And, and it's like, I, I know that the moment we start gazing and loving our pussies, we just cannot take anything less from our partners or anybody else. Like, like a hundred percent pure beauty this is perfection yeah. you have to worship it <laughs> yeah a hundred percent I don't think I will ever be with somebody that like doesn't totally worship my pussy um in a way that like I worship my own pussy and worship their pussy and that's something so fun like you get to once you have a relationship with your own pussy, you get to teach people how to do that. Like you get to show people what your pussy really wants and you don't even know what they desire or how they really want to experience pleasure until you go on that journey with yourself and really start to, um, yeah, have that relationship. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for this conversation. I noticed that we just, could go on and on because pussy worshiping just lights everybody on. I, I that that's why I tell uh, my people. That's why I call my work vulva alchemy because the moment you love the vulva, it alchemizes everything. So <laughs> it's I magic. love that vulva alchemy. That is so hot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So. Um, how can people reach you i know that you you have group programs and you have one-on-one -on -one. I, I would love to know what you're doing right now and, and i would my people to get to know how to reach you mm, yes oh my god thank you so much um so the best way to find me is on my instagram at the queer sex coach um, but yeah, right now I am doing a group program that's called Queer Lover. That is about to end though. And I'm actually going to be um, doing a little bit of a beta test for my new methodology that I created around um, really, really, really embracing how to eat pussy like a pro and like the art of, um, you know, pussy worship as well as like really feeling deeply empowered in your queerness. So I'm going to be like combining those and it's going to be like an eight week chakra um, experience. So that's how you can work with me now. I also have one-off sessions that I do um, throughout the month. I have a handful of them like available and that's a pussy activation session where I bring you into the center of your pussy and really help you connect with your pussy for the first time. And this is really like, especially for anybody that's feeling disconnected to their pussy or any baby gays that wanna feel like really empowered and have that nervous system attunement to be in front of somebody else's pussy. Um, but yeah, you can find me on Instagram, on TikTok and on my website, um, but yeah. 
thank you so much for having me today like this has been such an empowering conversation and yeah so fun thank you so much for being here and uh, also remember I, I am offering as well one-on-one -on -one coaching uh, at this moment my unbroken coaching it's for you to heal the wounds of misogyny and patriarchy and to feel empowered in your body it's the whole process of vulva alchemy re reclaiming your pleasure and your power and healing this this awful trauma through body and vulva love so thank mm -hmm. you so much yeah, i love that thank, thank you, you. Ah.